0: Good evening from episode 62, Minutes for Chan, and this week we have got a flood of goals to discuss, (laughs) both both scored and conceded, Uh, the league's just as inconsistent as ever, um, and we're still top, so all in all it's been a pretty good week. It
1: has, there'll be no negativity then.
0: No, absolutely none. But by the way, how can we concede? <laughs> nah, absolutely not. Minimal. Minimal. There might be some, but well, it,
1: we'll get to
0: that. Only, only in a good way. Since the last, the last time we were negative, uh, it all, it all resulted in a superb performance. Uh, last Wednesday against Cardiff at home, uh, a six three winning end on a, a TV. Game which for for us is a good start. Uh, I don't think we've won any of the. We didn't win any of the two last year that we were on. Uh no. Certainly not the Milton one, but this was a cracker. We were both actually there in person, but I really enjoyed that game. I thought it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, it was. It was uh, everything negative that we'd discussed previously had sort of gone out the window. And, um. Actually yeah, it was
0: it was a really enjoyable game. We uh we're still missing Scott Tansky, but I think with has been back up to sixty, uh and then young Henderson. What is the what is his first name? Is it Ewan? Nah, that's the <laughs> isn't it?
1: Jordan I want to say.
0: Right, whatever it is. Uh like let's get it right, let's be official here about this. Scott yep. His, Straight name's on it. his name's Scott Scott, Scott Henderson right. Yeah, uh, so he, he came in uh, to take us uh, up in numbers in the forward line and uh, you know it was a, Cardiff made a really quick start in the game I thought they looked very dangerous they looked dangerous the whole night but we just managed to, to stick with them we got timely scoring three power play goals two empty net goals incredible and face off up. And our penalty kill was excellent as well. I think all in all, all the wee details just came together and it was it was almost, I was going to say the perfect performance, it's not, but from it's, what, it, it's as close as, as we've yeah. had to it. Uh, but I thought it was a real high quality game as well from both teams.
1: Yeah, like you say, really high quality. Both teams were going for it from the off. Um, made for a, a really, a really enjoyable game. Um I think you'd said what oh, certainly the most enjoyable this season, but
0: I think so. Yeah, just from every element of it, and and there were so many, so many parts of of our play that were that were good. Um, you're always going to be up against it when you play Cardiff because they've got a lot, a lot of quality. But, uh, I think to break down what has been an excellent penalty kill for them, um, and then to to prevent them getting any power play goals was was really was crucial actually.
1: Yeah, I thought over the piece we were fairly well disciplined. They weren't really. Uh as it sort of worked out I think they had twenty four penalty minutes to our eight. I think. Um, some of those penalties of offset each other, but um it was good for us to capitalise on the on the chances that we were given on the power play for sure.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought some that we were given were maybe a bit, a bit dodgy. But then I thought we'd ones that were missed and uh, we'd stuff called against us as well. Obviously, the the Matthew Myers uh, call, which was arguably a bit soft, uh, but the timing of it from Cardiff's point of view, it put us on the five one three. I think the score was three all at the time. Yep. Yeah, uh, so Matthew Wagg well, at that goal to take his four three up. Uh, and then obviously we, we still had still had a minute and odd on the power play left after that so it really put cardiff on the back foot um and then two to empty net goals i thought Pufal's empty net goal was particularly inventive he, so, he put
1: it, off, put the it
0: off the off the boards yeah <laughs> uh, and then goes right there a nice a nice long finish um but no all in all all in all it was excellent I think with Cardiff, you know they're always going to be there or thereabouts challenging. So to beat them with the way the table was, uh, you know, that takes our record to, I think, 2 and 1 against Cardiff. Um, so you would have taken that.
1: Yeah. We've played them twice down there as well, haven't you? We?
0: Yeah. Yeah. One win, one, one yeah.
1: loss. So even getting the win down there, you know, that's, that's going to give us confidence going forward. Uh, well that definitely. That showed on Wednesday.
0: Exactly. Uh, goals from Laporte, Bierum, Peacock, Pufal and Earhart as we've said. Um, you know B- Bierum and also Chad Rowe with points in that game but uh, Bierum specifically is now up to after the, the weekend's games he's now up to second in the, the points table for the league which is you know it's more than I actually would have even expected out of him. I know he's improved so much but he's been sensational really. Um and Chad Rowe, we thought he would put up points, probably more goals than he's actually got, but again he's he's fifth and near the top of that. So two guys there that are working really well together and then Laporte is is not shy of a, a point or two as well.
1: Yeah, um a these guys are sitting near the top but the rest of the pack are not that far behind either, uh, so you, you're getting a good, a good Rangers uh, scorers. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like you though. I, I think maybe you'd want to see a bit more goal scoring from from Chadrow, but if he's creating the the chances that he is, then um, you know you can't really argue against that too much.
0: No, no. I mean, he he'll, he'll probably know himself, but we've seen glimpses of what he is capable of. Uh, right. But as far as a, a signing goes, I think you can't really complain with him We've had a few guys come in in the past with big resumes and stuff, and they've really not done well. So I think he's he's delivered to, uh, to a good level on that line as well. It's worked out well. So I think I think those guys will be really important going forward. Uh, and defensively, I think we were pretty good. You know, the, th- the three goals. As I said, you're you're playing against one of the top teams. They've got a lot of offensive talent, but they're maybe not firing quite on all cylinders. The McNamee goal was bounced nicely to him from a rebound. The Riley goal, to be fair, was very much avoidable from our point of view, I'd say. A missed play by Puffal, I think it was, and then both defencemen slipped over and Blair Riley couldn't really miss. Uh, yeah. and, and the Pope goal was a three on two, maybe. Uh, it was a, a lovely finish, but I suppose, again, you don't really want to give up these chances. But in general, I thought we limited them pretty well. I felt uh, that Colleen didn't really need to pull off many huge saves that he has had to sometimes in the past. I thought we were more more disciplined in that in that sense.
1: Yeah, I felt like that, that performance from uh, from the defence was, I think, the best that I've seen live so far this year. Uh, I thought, you know, there weren't too many odd man rush uh, chances or uh, even many clear cut chances from Cardiff's point of view. I thought we defended really well and even going forward we were, you know, without kind of bombing forward we were still pretty cautious about them breaking as well and uh, you know, you, you would like to see that happen with every team in the league. Um, but obviously, you know, the guys put a lot of effort into that game um, and they, they got the rewards for it. But uh, yeah, that, that Pope goal was, uh, was really good, I have to say. So Riley Post on the way in, um, a near angle. But um, yeah, you know, and then obviously the, the mistake for Riley's goal Okay, I mean these these things happen. Like guys will fall over and stuff. But um, apart from that, on, on the whole, I thought uh, yeah, I thought it was a really sort of solid uh, defensive performance.
0: Yeah, I think it's really starting to become obvious that the defence this year are very mobile, more so than in the past. I think uh, mm-hmm. Pufal, I've been really impressed with recently. I think his transition from his own zone is very good. Uh, Earhart, we've talked about him, he's he's improved a lot, I think. Haywood's been pretty steady, give or take the odd odd mistake, but those three and then Stanish on top of that, I think it gives us a lot more of a chance to to clear our own zone and get, get the pressure on the other teams, as opposed to just have to to dump pucks in and, and chase them down, I think there's there's a lot more dynamic play that that goes on with the breakout and stuff, so I quite like that. Um it will lead to some turnovers and stuff, but I'd prefer that than having six guys who are s- sort of scared to, to carry the puck forward.
1: Yeah, I guess the the other side of that coin would be that you sometimes you get too many guys going forward and that's yeah sort that of leaves the shot at, at times but in particular, in that game, I mean, shots. The shot count for for both teams was pretty even. We had thirty three shots and goal to Cardiff's thirty five. So, if you compare that to previous games, that is um, down significantly. I would say.
0: Yeah, that's more more what you'd want and what you'd what you'd expect. Um, so I guess I guess moving on from that, it was it was all positive. We'd said. You know we, we could I think I could certainly have seen us beating Cardiff there and I was pleased we did, uh, and then going into the weekend I thought we had a, another good chance of winning those two games as well, um, first of which Fife on Saturday, uh, it was a six four defeat in the end, which was pretty disappointing but started very well we were two 0 up. And then a bit of a, a horror end to the first period it meant we went in 3-1 down and from just from seeing the goals you know, that it, it wasn't it wasn't nice viewing. Crowder scored twice and Cazola in between that. But I mean, I, I think, I'm not not saying that if we'd have gone into the first break 2-0 up, that we'd have won the game, but those three goals to me are a a huge momentum swing and you know we've not I, I can't accuse us ever of having conceded three goals in bursts a lot a lot during the season but that would have deflated us and then uh, obviously six six goals conceded overall we did bring it back to three two uh, three all sorry on power play goal but then Cazola Livingston made it 5-3 Pufal with a pulled one back today. Yeah, he did thirty six minutes, and then our Nemesis, who to be fair did <laughs> score a goal for us uh, in that, that home game. But Arson and the power play with five minutes to go makes it six four. So the the issues I'm I'm picking out of that when we're being negative is we're still con- still conceding a shed load of goals.
1: We are, and so looking back at the the highlights uh, from that one you know is a couple of things uh, that I'd point to that again I think for Fife's first goal I think it's really a nice play from from Gauthier, so that puts a clown suit on uh, Springer and Queen uh, makes a save and sort of falls to Crowder um, for the tap and that that was kind of a theme for a, a few of their goals Fife um, you know sort of, Nice play coming forward, but sort of taking advantage of the rebound. Um, and, you know, that's maybe something else that they'd maybe want to look at going forward. But, yeah, just f- a couple of times for their goals it looked like um, some, some poor defending uh, at times as well. Although, uh, like, a couple of their goals were pretty good. I like think Cazola's first one, saw a low shot. Yeah. Um, Passed Colleen that... <coughs> um, that maybe won back but it's a really clever shot in my opinion
0: yeah and again it's we're when we lose we do we do seem to to get a few goals as well you know okay the, the Coventry game that was 9-2 uh, is a bit of an exception but like this scenario we are scoring four goals away from home mm-hmm. you like to think you've got a, you've got a a chance of winning the game and we did uh, but I think Fife just got a couple of goals at, at good times uh, I know Peacock went off injured after the first period from all accounts uh, and Matu Wa got an injury blocking a shot some people have said uh, so we don't know what the situation with those two is um, but it, it it's difficult when, when you're left left short like that it disrupts the lines during a game I suppose um, but no I, it's never good to lose to five really is it but uh, if you're if you're going to do it then do it away from home where I'm not I'm not sitting there watching it raging
1: <laughs> yeah no that's, that's a fair point um, I didn't realise that we would we've got three Haywards in our team did you notice that me? i didn't that know blip in the highlights um when jordan Hayward got get clans first goal the, the commentator yeah, called him justin Heywood. Right. so I, I don't know where we got him from but um
0: it was a good goal in. it was a good goal by justin anyway
1: <laughs> it was yeah he's going to start chipping in my goals then
0: yeah um, we'll take him on a so permanent deal
1: yeah that's it <laughs> um but, you know, other than that, we got another uh, power play goal, which was nice, um, from Biaram, that one. It was quite a nice, uh, a nicely worked goal. Um, so, Lutammer threw through Haywood and then sort picking out Beerum at the back post was was a nice goal. Uh, and then a Arson, uh, with a power play goal for Fife, and he seemed to enjoy that one. <laughs> but it, he, he did. One have, he's, celebrations. Maybe
0: he's been listening. Uh, but it was, it was scored on a 5 on 3 It looks like uh, Led and a two-minute penalty for unsportsmanlike and conduct. So not sure what that was as a result of the first penalty. But I mean, you when you're trying to get trying to get back in the game, you don't want to be going going down 5-on-3. But it's one of those things, I suppose. Um, I've not even really looked at the... The stats and how we, how we quite look. Uh, twenty nine shots on goal we conceded. We had twenty four ourselves. So again, twenty nine. Is not, not too many. Uh, mm. So it's something that we're maybe maybe improving on there. Uh, looking at the face offs, thirty two to twenty four. So, yeah. <sighs> Not bad, not terrible, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it was just obviously one of those nights where the mistakes were punished. I don't know if is is it going to be a theme that we have the odd night every so often where we just we just defend very very badly, just like Coventry or or like this one, um, and teams take their chance. I suppose it, it does happen.
1: Yeah, it does happen, with the with the sort of quality of the forwards that are in the league. Yeah you can maybe attribute it to that but um, I don't know, I just feel like we'll touch on the Sheffield game in a second but it's 23 goals that we've conceded in the last four games which uh, you know and I know we're still top of the league and stuff but going forward you, you want that number to come down
0: Yeah, it's hard sometimes though it is hard to say exactly to put a finger on exactly what it is I think everyone and we definitely said like you would take winning games, eight five and seven six and all that kind of stuff, all all day, but when you're looking for, you're looking for ways to overturn the, the hammerings. Then these are these are the small things the goals conceded even even when you're winning, uh, just the the wee habits and stuff that you want to eradicate because. We we know we know that scoring goals is not the problem. We're kinda the opposite of Belfast at times where they they just yeah. can't score but defensively they're always not too bad. Mm. Uh, so I, I don't wanna flip to that but uh, you know, it's got to improve a wee bit, certainly. Or
1: a bit, yeah, I, bit. Just, I just think like you know, that kinda that mistake aside where um, you know, two of our demons slipped for one of Cardiff goals You know, you, you look at that and say you've only conceded two goals, and uh, really that was one of our better defensive displays. And similarly against Belfast earlier on in the season as well. You know, we only conceded once. Um. So against the bigger teams, we're playing really well defensively, but it's just trying to make that translate um, throughout the week. It's been the issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the blueprint. I think that Cardiff game. Yeah. Uh, it's nice nice to know we can do it. Uh and it's nice that it was on TV so we can watch it back. Okay. So Sunday night then we were back home against Sheffield, uh and it was well that would have been first place against second place, isn't it? Yeah. And I think having seen that we were without Tanske, Peacock and Matthew wild you'd think uh that could be could be a bit of a dodgy one but um, we've gone out and scored eight, uh, albeit conceded five, but an 8-5 victory, one of which was an empty net. Uh, we're really playing very well offensively, and mainly defensively, at home.
1: <laughs> I, I would question the defensive side, but it, it, it's good to see um, you know a, a range of goal scorers as well. I think that was maybe one of the the issues that we had last year and seasons before that where you're relying on a few guys getting you points but um certainly this year there's there's no shortage of uh, point scorers and that's you know that's that's really good for for the team as a whole uh, going forward and you know hopefully everybody can uh, stay as potent um, throughout the season and uh, who knows where we'll be come the end of the season but just now it's um it's really good to have that,
0: that variety there. Yeah, so Led Lidhammer went back up to the line with Pitt and Becker, uh where he he had played there previously when Becker was out, he played with Juan Pitt, I think. And so that line that line I think was if not the best, then not not far behind the Bierum line again. Uh Pitt got, I believe, four points. Two goals, yeah. two assists.
1: Three points. After that, uh, after our podcast. Where we, <laughs>
0: well, exactly. where we hyped him up. Exactly. He, do, he does deliver <laughs> when he needs. Uh, three three assists from Becca. Led and himself. Two assists and a goal. Bierum continues on his merry way. Two, <laughs> two goals and one assist. So and also yep. have to mention the, the goal from Muzo, uh a nice early one again we do like scoring early at home um, that got us yep. going uh, so you know Sheffield we've talked about how dangerous they are offensively I don't think they had their best game at the back
1: no that's that's fair to say yeah but we you know we're, we we looked really really threatening going forward just now and um, that's really good to see, and I think it's starting to uh, sort of transition into the power play a bit now as well. Or have seen, you know, I we spoke about that last week, where a power play was was the worst in the league, and since then, in the last three games, we've scored a, a power play goal in each game. So um, that's only getting better as well.
0: Yeah, well, the 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 power play had. Had to get better, really, it, didn't it? <laughs> uh, it was dire. We're now now up at sixteen percent, and penalty kill wise, we're up at eighty three. So yeah, definitely, definitely getting better. Um, and as you said, getting one last night. Um, again, Springer in in there with the points, uh, and not only that, he was involved in. Well, we we weren't there, so I can't really comment, but uh, yeah. just going by what people have said, he was involved in an altercation with Brendan Connolly, who uh, was, I think he was getting a bit wound up by the whole thing. Yeah, um, not too sure.
1: I mean, it would be good to see uh, the, the full highlights
0: of the game. Um, I hope they did put it on the highlights. What's that? I hope they do put it on the actual highlights. Whatever happened, I'm sure it will be.
1: Yeah, I think I think it should be. It. Um, although sometimes they they kind of miss these things out, but uh, now it, it would be good to to see what what actually had happened there um, between the two of them.
0: Yeah, so Connolly got a two-minute cross-checking penalty, and then Springer was called for roughing and ten minute unsportsman like. So Yeah uh, I don't know if, if Springer's gone after Connolly for something. We know that that's that's Connolly's game and his discipline can let him down at times. Uh, I mean he did he did get his goal against us and he is he's up near the top again of the, the goal scoring charts and that's just what you get from Connolly I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, no no it's just quite funny how uh you know, his goal scoring is is so good for the amount of minutes that he, that he plays I wonder what the goal per minute yeah. ratio is
0: yeah, I know. for
1: Connolly because I'd imagine he'd be, he'd be right up there for sure um, yeah, excellent. but I think I think Spr- Springer and Connolly had a, a wee bit of a ding dong earlier on in the game as well so halfway through the second period they both got called for a rough and then as well right know. okay so I don't know if it's just that sort of follow-on from that, um, at the end of the game where, uh, you know, it was looking increasingly un- unlikely that Sheffield were going to get anything from it. So maybe just frustration is boiling over from Connolly. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, I don't know if there's any action taken from. It. I don't. I don't really think so. Some people are saying, you know, that it's more serious than, than was, uh, was done about it. Whatever, but. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, stats wise in that one, let's have a wee.
1: I'm guessing he got like a, a, a welcome one. back.
0: I, I think corner. so. Well, yeah. So, I, there's also been people saying uh, that they don't like this thing, and you know <laughs> what what he's like as a player and stuff, and that should that should be, we just shouldn't do that. I I, I don't mind it. Um. Well, the the welcome back. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think uh, if if you're going to do it, then before the game, fine, uh, and then the game starts and it's business as usual. Um, I don't think yeah. just because you know that he's a a guy who is who plays on the edge that it should it should stop you. You giving him a wee a wee mention. I think he was. I really enjoyed watching him myself. So yeah, uh, I'd have I'd have been fine with that. Some people, I think, you know, they think, well, he's he's just gonna, he's got no no interest at all. That's fine, but I think just as a, as a habit to do, it's it's absolutely. I've got no issue with it.
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 a good idea to to do um before the game and um yeah like like you touched on as well just how big a player Connolly was for us last year um. So I think, you know, from that point of view, it's, it's good to welcome these guys back. um, Because, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen in the future as well. Right? You might even come back at some point. We've seen that before. So, um, who knows? But uh, it's good to sort of do it at the start of the game. Yeah? And then, like you say, sort of business as usual after that.
0: Yeah, uh, we had 45 shots against clean, and we took 30 ourselves. Um, so, she- Sheffield, I think though they are a team that are gonna are gonna produce a lot of shot. I mean, sixty six okay. shots, actual shot attempts in the game. Uh, but other other things, you know, we were we were good in face offs again, which is good, and, and all these things add up. Um, we won uh, both first and second period and. To all third period, so um, all in all you, you can't really complain it's just it's just the the defensive mistakes and letting in a a few too many goals still you know but yeah it's hard to no. uh-huh. to go mental no, no, about that's,
1: it that's that's the thing you know but it's um, and, uh, every team's the same nobody's really hitting form
0: no uh, well that's that's another good point isn't it
1: yeah, so, you know, you can maybe look at that and say at some point down the line somebody's going to have to uh, take the, the league by the scruff of the neck and, you know, if, if we're going to do that then we need to stop conceding goals and uh, 23 and, and 4 isn't nowhere near good enough if you're, uh, you know, if you want to do that, if you want to extend your lead at the top and I know that, I know what other teams are win one, lose one now but um, yeah it's just it's a wee bit concerning but not too much at this point it's just it's it's a weird thing
0: yeah
1: really because because we are sitting at the top of the league but yeah the
0: team that the team that gets into that habit of of stringing the results together uh, will will probably pull away i would say um, who that's going to be at the moment? I'm not sure, and that's why it's that's why it's exciting. Um, you know, you thought, oh well, Sheffield's starting to look good, and a couple of dodgy results there, and, and we've beaten them quite well. Uh, Cardiff again, we beat them pretty well midweek, uh, but then they've they've gone and got a a four point weekend. So, uh, is it is it going to be them? Belfast are going through a a really poor period, but. You know, they've signed signed somebody today, signed another guy a couple of weeks ago, so they'll turn that round. Um, but you've just got to take advantage while it's like this.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's the main thing, is um, taking advantage just now while, while you can. I think Belfast have got uh, four away games now in a row, uh, two of them in, in Cardiff this weekend, so... Uh so that's a big ask for them to start putting wins together.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and Cardiff signed uh, Sean Morrison during the week. or I think it was the start of last week. A uh, guy with a really good pedigree. So he he comes in defensively. I think that that meant that Bryce Redick dropped out of the lineup. So um, and obviously they got the they got the two wins there. So when you've got the resources I suppose to do that then it makes sense we've mentioned that before yeah, but he'll he'll definitely strengthen them and well, he wasn't playing yeah, against us but yeah a decent start for him and maybe maybe this is is the beginning of Cardiff starting to kick on hopefully not but you know you, you look at that and think yeah, they, they surely will be starting to get a bit better from here on
1: yeah you would think so Um you know, shutting out Fife as well, which is um, you know, shutouts are few and far between uh in the league so far and like only conceding one to, to Manchester the night before as well. So um he's definitely made an impact there for sure.
0: So uh this weekend for us then we've got two games uh the first of which is the Challenge Cup. First leg against Dundee in Dundee, uh, and then we we come home to play Guildford in the league. The the Dundee game first of all. I think Dundee have really just started to find again a wee bit of form just before they play us, and you know we've we've been uh, not great against them, but we did we did get that win so. I think it could be quite close, but. Uh, You know if I'm being completely honest I would take a a defeat as long as it's not one of our 9-2 disaster to give us a chance in the second leg basically
1: yeah yeah no I would would agree with that as well I think if we're going to lose then make sure it's close but I I think it will be close Uh, to be honest I think our, our forwards are um, or not just our forwards, just sad, the whole team in terms of scoring has been been really good so far. So more of the same there, but and obviously we need to wait and see what happens with the injuries. But, you know, r- running with three forward lines against Sheffield uh, still wasn't really an issue for us. We still managed to score a lot of goals there. Mm. Um, and then obviously Dun- Dundee having gone to Belfast and getting a win and um, that's you know really good for them and that'll give them a lot of confidence going into it as well
0: the injury thing was going to be my next question uh, you obviously don't want to do it long term uh, there's a possibility that we might look to bring somebody in obviously all, all three injuries are, are forwards uh, so thankfully at the moment Touchwood uh, we've still got our six six D-men which I think makes a difference Um Fitzy had mentioned bringing in the guys from Solway that he didn't get the final say so uh, you know to me that that just implies that uh, even if they've not got a game then potentially we might not be guaranteed to get them in the line up but I think it does make a difference uh, if we could get one or two in for the weekend and then maybe they're looking at uh, an import for injury replacement
1: yeah we can have I've done that before as well. Um, getting signing guys, uh, free agents, getting them in to sort of help bolster a, a forward line and, you know, it really does depend on how long these guys are going to be out for. Uh, I think that's the main thing before before anything else, I think. And, you know, like you say, if we do get a couple of bodies in from, from Solway, then that will, that will help us as well because, um, you know, especially... Uh, Henderson sat playing last week and looked pretty good when he was out there so
0: Yeah um, I think he did yeah.
1: You know, so that these so younger guys can can play and they can they can fill in as well for us. I'm sure they'll do a good job for us.
0: Yeah, some size Henderson is for his age. Yeah. And he does look on the ice as well. Sometimes you see younger guys who are you know, they're maybe tall but um I think he looked he looked good from from what I saw got himself a wee shot as well, so as in yeah. I mean I shot on goal as well as a shot on the ice, so the <laughs> first first professional shot or well, it wasn't his first professional shot, but um if he if he keeps putting in decent performances then we'll have him in the line up, I think more often than not. Um Gilford at home, first time that they've been been to Brayhead this year obviously played them down there lost in overtime historically they've had a good record against us is that going to continue no good I like that
1: <laughs> I think I will I think I'll be going to this one Guilford have had a weird a weird start to the season as well not really found their form although I've had a good few wins against the bigger teams as well so uh, and then obviously they've record against us as well like you mentioned so uh, it's again some of that's a sort of difficult one to call but I think on the whole recently our home record has been pretty good so yeah I, it'll be a, a close one as well but um, I'm, going to, I'm going to take us to win that
0: one yeah I think I think we're very confident at home at the moment and so I also think we will win Guildford had that just a a one game weekend, and it was on Sunday. Uh, Paul Dixon gave his one word, one sentence that lasts a minute summary uh, on the interviews, talking about how he always thinks that they don't they don't play as start as well if they've just got a a one game Sunday weekend, which is an interesting stat. But uh, he obviously knows his own team. They did. They did did have a slow start in Manchester would have gone in there as I would say strong underdogs to Guildford to get anything Um, and they've come away with the win so Guildford will want want to bounce back from that Uh, they've got a lot of a lot of firepower Um, and as has always been the case against them you need to limit their uh, power play chances yeah. So you you want, you want yeah. a, a defensive performance like Cardiff, uh, as uh-huh. opposed to one against Coventry or Sheffield because we'll we'll struggle if we do that.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing and like you said bef- before as well that the game against Cardiff should should be the blueprint for us defensively. Um you know, if we if we play to that standard then um it's gonna be difficult for, for any team to beat us. Uh So you know, until get at doing that, and uh, you know, creating chances and scoring goals is it's not really an issue for us. So uh, you know, in terms of that, nothing but praise really.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, What's kind of similar, I suppose, about the weekend is the style of the two teams Um, going forward. They've both got some quick. Quick players who who know where the net is. Um, I think Dundee obviously a, a bit more defensive in their style. Certainly a, away from home. Um, but you know Guildford are very much a team that will try and catch you with speed and skill. Um, they got the 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 usual the usual suspects in that. So it'll be good that I like every time I've seen Guildford, I've enjoyed watching them. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be trying to, trying to get to that and hopefully it's another a good one and, you know, I'll, I'll take a 9-8 win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's hope it's not that, though.
0: But, no, I hope not.
1: But still getting the win.
0: I, I would only take a 9-8 win if we were 8-0 down.
1: <laughs> After the first.
0: That's the only way it's acceptable. When we played Dundee a couple of seasons or last year, we were we were not like six or seven nil up after the first. Remember that game?
1: Oh yeah, six six nil. Yeah. yeah, that
0: was. We'll, we'll take more of that, please. Um, <laughs> in a way, you know, if if the Dundee game, if you could almost get the job done in the first leg, then uh, that'd be good. But it's never, it's never like that in hockey. So yep. never, I'll never be writing them off. So other other games then where you had to come up with a a good suggestion where we we pick a, we take one of our upcoming predictions uh, and we actually track them properly this time. Pick a, what your thought was a bit of an outsider bet um, in terms of who you think is going to win one of the games and see by the end of the season who gets more right I suppose.
1: Yeah, I guess that's kind of the idea um, picking something a wee bit out of left field and sort of rolling with it uh, Well, we can compare later on in the season see how we're getting on um, just add a wee, yep. a wee fresh element to it and I, I don't know, I just I coined the term power picks because <laughs> I think that sounds pretty good It but.
0: does sound good, yeah, I like that
1: So yeah, yeah. but we'll, we'll do pred- predictions as normal but um if we just sort of state what one's gonna be our yep. our power pick when we come to
0: Yeah. Uh something that I had written down uh that we, we didn't mention last week is that Nottingham were playing in the Continental Cup and they've got two wins already, so that that means they're through to the finals of that next year, whenever am not sure exactly when that is. Mm. But you know, so they, they didn't play in the league. Last weekend, they they went into that in good form, and they've kind of continued that. So, um, you know, I think I think they've definitely picked up, and they'll they'll definitely fancy their chances. I think to win the the Continental Cup again. You know, they they'll play some some decent teams, but I think that in our league, having the the import allowance that we do and uh, the standards very good now. So, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against them winning that. But we'll see if they, they bring that form back to the domestic game.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. I think it's you know a, a couple of good good wins for them, taking them in the final. So we'll see what happens there with that. But yeah, it's you know any any team doing well in, in Europe, European competitions is is going to be good for for the league. So yeah, um, but right right behind Nottingham when the when the time comes.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, First of the games is uh, clan against Guildford Um, we've both said I think that we think I think that we think yeah (laughs) uh, that clan are going to win that and we're sticking by that
1: yeah both both
0: agreed that Dundee against Coventry maybe we should get a power pick noise to play when somebody Mm. is using their power pick
1: that would yeah, it's a good idea.
0: I'll need to I'll need to get that sorted for next week. But anyway, no sorry. Right, Dundee Coventry. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Blaze in that one. and um, just because Dundee are playing us the night before and but then, you know, you could look at it the other way and say that, you know, we've games or weekends that we've only had one game, we lost and we're were pretty poor and same with Guilford last weekend, so could go either way that one,
0: but I'll go Coventry. Yeah, Coventry generally have been very good away from home. I know they lost in Sheffield there, um, so that won't that won't be easy. But I'm going to go Dundee there. Okay. Just that's my that's my feeling there. Uh, Cardiff Belfast twice actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. As said. So
0: a double header. So Saturday Sunday. How'd you see that one?
1: I'd like that to go. One game apiece, but.
0: Well oh, we'd love that, yeah.
1: That that would be good. But given Belfast's uh, dismal away record. It's not really been dismal, I think they've played eight away games and they've won three. Which isn't great, but it's not
0: No It's
1: not horrendous either. But um Cardiff can see them one goal last weekend and that's really been Belfast issues scoring goals, so I'm going to take Cardiff for both of them.
0: Yeah, I think Kinda of goes without saying, but obviously, if if we want one of the teams to sweep that weekend, then we'd want it to be Belfast. Uh, yeah, just because they're further behind. But I I cannot see that. Um, I'd be surprised if Belfast are as poor as they have been. But again, I have to I have to be honest. I think Cardiff are going to be favourites there for a, a four point weekend, and that will take them. You know, well on the way to. uh, Not necessarily being top if we win, but um, you know their their form will be rolling by that point, so they'll be dangerous. I see them getting the four points there. Sheffield Nottingham,
1: big rivalry game. I'm going to pick Sheffield to win that one, Uh, for no other reason than I, I just feel like Sheffield seem to have the upper hand on Nottingham.
0: They uh, they absolutely do, at home. But that is why this is my power pick. Oh. For a, a Nottingham away win. Oh, You're
1: joking. Uh, You're mad.
0: Well. <laughs> I'm just some I'm just say. going with some would absolutely say. Just going with uh, the the recent form for Nottingham, I think they're a lot more confident. Sheffield at home, I know that's. It's, it's a bit mental that pick the power pick, but if you're going to play the game, then
1: there's living life on the edge, and then
0: there's there's that there's that. Like <laughs> well, I'm not going to change it. Uh, actually, as part of my power pick, I had Nottingham to get a four point weekend. Uh, but since we're probably just picking one game from it, I'm going to go uh, Nottingham to win in Sheffield. Right? Uh Fife against Manchester.
1: Because both like both of these teams are just you know, sort of win one lose one. Just now it's not really Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Manchester.
0: That is okay. That it's but, a it's no. a big game for Manchester, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh but I personally cannot see them winning that. And for that reason I'm going home win fife. Okay. Manchester are then at home to Nottingham on Sunday.
1: And I think Manchester are going to have a four-point weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've got to deploy the power pick for that. No. It's not actually, uh, but but uh, yeah, that. it's one of the tighter ones. But as I said, I was potentially committing to four-point weekend for Nottingham, so I'm going to stick with him. <laughs> Uh, Fair enough. Coventry, Sheffield.
1: Sheffield for me.
0: Coventry. I just think they're good at home at the moment, and Sheffield are going to concede a lot of goals still. So yeah, that, no, that that's that that might be a, it might be a seven five for another eight eight five effort. Yeah. yeah kind of similar to the Tower game, so that's angle for them.
1: That's kind of mince for me. I think.
0: Mm, uh-huh. well, that's not bad. It's not it's not a huge it's not a, a Jeff Smith error.
1: No. Um but Sheffield are what five and five in the last ten, so yeah, probably gonna lose one of those, but I'll I'll go Sheffield anyway. Okay.
0: Uh, and finally Guildford five.
1: Right and this is the only game that's left, so this is my power pick and I'm gonna pick
0: five. <laughs> uh they have won there i think haven't they yeah, earlier yeah yeah so yeah i think your pick there is is a bit less mental than mine but fair enough another reason that you might be onto a winner there is guildford's travel obviously yeah having to make Guildford's that...
1: travel but fife have also got the same journey. obviously it's only once
0: but only once though yeah
1: no okay yeah. I still think it's it's more likely. I would say that, that Guildford are going to win that game, but for the purposes of this uh, new feature on the podcast, I'm yep. going to go five.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I think we've both picked underdogs just about. <laughs> I definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, so, but... if I wasn't picking that, if I wasn't picking that, I think, what my. My second choice. I would. I would maybe go for a, a Belfast to split that weekend. That would maybe be my my second choice, but still, I'm, I'm going to stick to North. getting something in Sheffield. I.e. I win. Not something, I win. So, I mean, where where does that all, where does that all leave us standings wise? Obviously, still. Flying the flag at the top, uh, Cardiff now. I suppose the technical term would be it. it's in their own hands. Given that they they could could go top if they win both games in hand, but I can't I can't help but feel games in hand just don't have the same ring to them in hockey as they do in other sports.
1: Yeah, um,
0: especially when it's so even like this.
1: Uh huh, and yeah, as we've said, nobody's really grabbing grabbing games by the scruff of the neck and. Uh, Going on a on a win streak, and because of that, it's still quite open at the moment. So yeah, I mean, um, and obviously the obviously the the wins in a row that we had is has left us in in that position that we're in.
0: Yeah, um, it has that it has been the the main the main factor absolutely. Uh, but you look at Dundee now getting a couple of results; they are closing in on Guildford, albeit Dundee have have played that a ton of games uh, Manchester again at the bottom but being Guildford, so I, I do enjoy I, I enjoy the parity um, I won't enjoy it if we start losing to everyone but uh, at least it's, it's getting harder I think to call uh, to do the predictions and I basically <laughs> like that
1: some weeks will be good some weeks will be uh, utterments
0: yeah and that that's why the the power power picks feature is is as good as it is. I like it.
1: Yeah, that's why I think it's it's going to work well.
0: Yeah, we we'd also said that we would look at maybe some some guys that we thought might we might like to sign as injury cover, um, but we'll we'll do that we'll do that another week and also, if we know that a couple of them are maybe going to be back, then it's not going to be so much of an issue, but. If they're not, then you know, it becomes more of a prominent talking point, I suppose.
1: I think that's a good idea. And also neither is I've got a premium account on on elite prospects that allows us to look at free agents. So
0: Yeah, that's the real reason. We're not paying ni- we're not yeah. paying nine dollars a month to look at it, so no. if anybody wants to let us know who, who we should be signing then they can tell us. Yeah. Uh, or if they
1: just get login details that we can use. <laughs> yeah, that's another <laughs> good point. Send
0: them in yeah or, or we could I was thinking we could maybe start a crowdfund uh for a a premium account on elite prospects just so we can bring you the the top the top notch analysis that we do week in week out
1: <laughs> yep for a for a small fee
0: <coughs> yeah so all all we're asking is is a dollar a month um yep we'll we'll give you the details of that uh when we can. Right, and then if if you're not willing to donate to that, what we'll do is we'll just ask you to donate to the clan medical fund to hopefully get these guys back on the house. <laughs> Especially because he's it's it's getting it's getting now properly long term.
1: Yeah, it's been a, a good while that he's been out. Um it was a well, it was a a couple of months with Becca, wasn't it? So Yeah. Uh, it's probably getting there with Tansky now as well. Yeah, uh,
0: but still day to day. Absolutely day to day. It will be <laughs> end of the year. He'll still be day to day. He hasn't <laughs> played since. Uh and there were there were varying reports about Peacock and Wassel. We'll see what happens. Um, I think a guy like Matthew was always going to get. Is going to give himself the chance of getting injured like that the way he plays. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, you know it he plays penalty kill and he blocks a lot of shots and stuff so it doesn't really surprise me that he's gone down yeah. like that but hopefully it's nothing that's going to keep him out you know for, for months or weeks even but months especially because he's, mm-hmm. he's been a big part part of the team
1: yeah he has um, hopefully a, a speedy recovery and maybe get to see them if not this weekend but the games coming up afterwards
0: now that we've said good. that there's going to be a midweek tweet that says uh, clan have been dealt the blow that Tansky Freaking Tansky, <laughs> Tansky Juan, Peacock will be out of action for at least six weeks or something
1: they've all been released We are lo-
0: <laughs> yeah not good enough but you know they're looking at, at options I, in a way that wouldn't surprise me because we've had absolutely nothing about Tansky the other two, dunno, but I'm I'm starting to, to fear a wee bit about that.
1: So did you did you have any any names in mind? We were talking about guys that could maybe be brought in? Not Or you you want to save it?
0: I do want to save it, yeah. Um I didn't because I didn't really get the chance to look look at other teams, I mean I could I could pick you guys from the, the teams in the league but they they're not free agents at the moment, so it's a bit but unrealistic but we'll maybe do we'll maybe do that as a sort of spin-off we'll pick pick one from the other teams that we'd like Uh, but no I've not I've not looked at free agents and anyway whatever I pick we'll go and sign the opposite profile player anyway so
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and they'll be they'll be better probably
0: (laughs) exactly yeah we'll go and get we'll we'll go and get a Stupka and Ad have told us to go and get a Jeff Smith so (laughs) Or we're going to get a, we're going to get a Matt Keith, and I've recommended a a Lee Baldwin. So swings and roundabouts and all that.
1: The main mistake you're making there is that we don't need any more defencemen. Or maybe we do, but not.
0: No, we've got Fitzy for that. Well, yeah. You might we might move a defenseman up to forward, and Fitzy will fill in at the back. Who knows? I think you've got.
1: Yeah, you've got. A, a number of defencemen that you could probably put on the forward line they all think
0: they're forwards anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not sure that I'm not sure that they would be, be good at it they're all good yeah. going forward but they're good with space in front of them uh, yeah uh-huh. you know may- maybe Jordan Haywood more so than Poufal and Earhart I'm thinking but who knows it's all it's all uh, pie in the sky or whatever the phrase
1: is <laughs> that was the exact phrase
0: I was thinking of as well <laughs> good I'm glad glad we've agreed with that
1: great for uh, that
0: exactly right I think that's a it's a good hour we've had uh, I'd set a limit I didn't want to go overboard but I think it's no. a it's a natural a natural place to stop we'll see what's happening after next weekend's games uh, maybe some injury updates and uh, get back to you next time and all that
1: and all that jazz
0: yeah so uh, unless you've got anything else you wanted to
1: add Uh, well nothing hockey related but just quickly um, yeah absolutely the the series um, The Mandalorian oh yeah yeah uh, it's just come out on Disney Um, Plus I don't have Disney Plus but I've seen the first
0: have you? No, I don't have like Disney yeah. Plus either. Is that is that a tie in to is there some kind of Apple tie in with Disney Plus?
1: Um Or is it just is so. it just
0: a standalone thing like Amazon, Prime and Netflix? Aye, I think it's right,
1: like okay. Disney's uh, it's a new online streaming um, thing there as well. It's gonna be what another ten or a month.
0: Right, okay. Folk are going to have it a, it's about uh, is it Django Fett or is it Boba Fett
1: it's just about uh, Bounty Hunters okay. in general it's kind of right. set uh, five I think it's five years after the uh, uh, the original trilogy but so I've seen the first episode and it's, it's pretty good so far actually it's was quite, it right yeah it's quite refreshing
0: good because you're about to get hit with the film mm. And that probably won't be refreshing. And that,
1: exactly, that'll, that'll bring it all back down again.
0: But, yeah. Um. But yeah. no, it's, it's a good watch, I'd recommend it. That's interesting, I maybe need to get onto that. Uh, I had I'd seen it, as you do, you know, these things are probably quite well advertised now, but it, because I don't have. Dis- if it had been on Netflix, I'd have probably watched it by now, but it, oh, was, I- it was either Disney Plus or uh, Elite Prospects Premium, so I'm still. <coughs> Still fifty fifty on that one.
1: Still saving up, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's
0: sad Alright. Well I'll get that watched then at some point and then I'll tell you if I agree or disagree. Right. Uh but I'll probably because 'cause I'll if it's if it's anything kinda half decent then compared to the films you could be on a winner. Uh, yeah. So as ever cheers for turn up folks and uh, we will be back with number sixty-three Brendan Connolly, next time.
1: (laughs) Indeed, we will speak to you then.